0: Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer, so let's bring her out. A star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the
1: one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome Hi. to Kill Me Now with judy gold and lauren hassey and with judy gold judy gold and and today before i introduce our unbelievable like i you know i get excited but yeah. i get there's some people i get really excited for
1: yeah and those are the people that you tell me uh not to, to talk. talk to yeah. yes um so
2: <laughs> lauren got a phone call this morning don't talk Okay, because this is mine. But you can a little bit. I did bring Karen Burgreen, our friend Karen, who's been on many episodes.
1: She's our uh, Robin Quivers for today. Oh, yes, thank you, Robin. Thank um, you, so, anyway, we have Karen and and Lauren and. You can call me Hennessy. My
2: friends call me Hennessy. Hennessy. Okay, uh, Lauren, I want you to calm down. Yes, boss. Thank you. Um, Karen, I want to thank you for being here. Your sons are delicious. I love your husband. You have a huge apartment. and
0: What about the dog? The dog is
2: the best. (laughs) I love the dog. And you know what I love about your apartment? It's a mess. Yes, total mess. And I have a tiny apartment, and it's a mess. And I say, oh, if I had a big apartment, I know it would be a mess as well. Today, our guest.
1: I wish we had music. We have to have music. I can put music. I can put any music on you want right now in post. Okay, what should we have? Um, I mean, this
2: is... By the way, I just want everyone to know here. When I first started the podcast and I had the idea, my opening song was the Barry sisters singing Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head in Yiddish. Okay? And yet CBS was like, no, we have to pay for that. Now, the Barry sisters are both gone. And I'm sure the estate would not mind... You know, and it's so, it's funny, because you know Yiddish, Yiddish words sound like their meaning. So anyway, we're, I don't know what music we're going to put in for
1: our guest well, today. Well, I've been playing that song I behind. I was you. just oh. going to introduce Sorry. it. Sorry. And cue music. And
2: our guest today, I... I don't, you know, like, there's, I don't know how to intro her. I mean, we can intro her as, shut up! (laughs) We can intro her as one of the most incredible, successful cartoonists, social commentators, journalists, um, feminist. uh, She's empowering. She's classy i mean i can't she's, she's really mad at me right now because she's like shut the fuck up judy but ladies and gentlemen and gen- oh no is my menopause i took my hormones okay ladies and gentlemen i read the new yorker um not i'm not saying that because i think i'm smart i still have new yorkers from like february in my bag that i didn't finish the article and have to torture myself like you didn't finish the article and you think you're so smart and you have to finish the article because you talk about the article like you read the whole article and you think, you're, you know, the New Yorker is a magazine that if you have low self-esteem, it lowers your self-esteem because there's no way to fucking finish every article. But you have to walk and if you live in New York, you have to carry it. If you live on the Upper West Side, even if you don't read it, Lauren. Yes, I'm not done with my intro. Go. Go.
1: Why don't you have me over? I'll read it to you. So anyway, <laughs> we're focusing on the incredible.
2: Liza Donnelly is here, ladies Woo! and gentlemen. <laughs> TED Talker, writer, we cartoonist. I love you, Liza. I love you. I love
3: you too, Judy. I, and, you I, know, I love you too.
2: I you know what? I first of all, you're one of the people who I can't believe. Likes me,
3: you know what I mean. You know how there are people. It's it's really because I watch. I, I mean, I I'm in the New Yorker, right? Is that the reason? No, you
2: love you love women who are brash and funny, and and you know, funny not in you know the usual hacky, not hacky like the guys are hacky. You know, you appreciate women who really speak their minds uh, and talk about real issues, and yet. You hate to talk, which
1: is so interesting to me. Sounds like a writer to yeah. me.
3: I'm uh, jealous uh, of you guys. I really. I think what it is is I'm. I, I want to be. You want to be louder. I wanna be you. Yeah, I wanna, I'm loud in my. I'm getting louder in my cartoons. I started out very quiet. Mm. Right, but I'm getting louder as I get older. Just like what the heck? I don't because you get to a point where you're like, I don't right. care what you think. That's right. But guys get
2: to that point so much sooner I than know. than women, and. I'm almost done with the article in the New York Times about that Maureen Dowd wrote oh, uh-huh. about the women in Hollywood. Um, and you know, no better last name for a woman than Maureen, than Dowd. Okay. Cause she
3: is, it is like, <laughs> hubba
2: hubba. oh my God, Maureen. You know, she's you not like, like the
3: article. Is it? A-
2: no, I love the article, but some of her stuff is like, Maureen, all right. You don't have to be that miserable and <laughs> She is Fabicina, you know, but she's a great, you know, I don't agree with everything. But anyway, so Liza Donnelly, um, I know a lot about you because I love you. Um, and I know that you uh, grew up in a relatively quote unquote normal home, ex- except your parents did divorce. Your father was a doctor. Your mother was a housewife. But your mother bought you a book of cartoons by James Thurber, and you started tracing those, correct? Yep. Yep. And that is how you sort of became a cartoonist. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I read cartoons, um, especially socially relevant cartoons and subversive cartoons, I, the respect, like the fact... Like you're saying, oh, you can speak, you know, like Karen and I get on stage, we speak, you know, but you add such this other element and this element of so much of a story in one in one sentence or one photo, I mean, cartoon or one picture, you know, and to me,
3: that is utter brilliance. Um, Oh, thanks. I mean, that's what that's what I like about you is you get you get cartoons you were talking to me the other day about how cartoons are little stories right even one image it's a little story right you know there's the characters there's a setting there's the dialogue there's it's like a little set right and there's something
1: about distilling sorry boss go ahead go what uh distilling like an entire i mean idea that's that's so broad into like a one sentence that's what i just said anyway um Uh, that makes it so much more powerful it's really it's really amazing okay that was one and I do see the that's correlation one. between James Thurber that's pretty cool you, similarities okay. bye now i love you
2: so uh <laughs> So anyway, I as a as a city person and I did use the city bike the other day because it was Wednesday before Thanksgiving and I wanted to go from the east side to the west. And, you know, the blowing up the balloons for the parade. And I was like, I can't get a cab. I don't want to, you know, so I joined city bike. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can just get a bike at all these stations and then you you can use it for 45 minutes and then drop it off. But if I had a foldable helmet, I would have had that helmet with me. And I could have worn it at the last
1: minute when I was And you just fold it up and put it in your bag. Yeah, that's amazing. I want one of those too. Well, you're not getting that for Christmas Hanukkah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, you're not right now. Well, if you want to get it for me, go to Amazon.com. Oh. See the link in our description. Yeah. Also, Andrew uh, Wiles meditation for optimum health. Now, I have used Andrew uh, Wheel while. W e i l l vial, and
2: John Kabat Zinn. Uh, they're t- together. I have used uh, when I started meditating. I don't know. It's got to be eleven years ago, maybe. Uh, they really taught. I actually sent that as a gift to my hairdresser, who was like anxious and depressed. And they they really teach you how to meditate, like the whole thing you don't feel
1: guilty like oh i suck i can't meditate oh it's it's really so it, it it's meditation for dummies like but for be- beginners it's but it then you feel like you're really good at it yeah. so now i can do other meditations well that's why they call it a practice right that's cool i might actually get that for Hamna and i so yeah check out our i might um, get gift that for you on uh, okay ooh, so i just want you to know that Amazon.com. But um, back to our medley Go to Amazon.com. Yeah. Click on our links. Helps out the show and stuff. Happy holidays. Thank you guys for listening. Woo.
2: But uh, what, you know, uh, my partner, Lisa, is very literal. Um, and often I have to explain the cartoons. She's like, why is this funny? Why is this funny? And I find that annoying. I also have to explain jokes to her. But it's <laughs> it's so annoying. I'm not kidding. I like, know. <laughs> I have to... She's and like, she's oh, it's funny because you said that, blah, and it's not really true. I'm like,
1: yes! Oh, my God. Uh,
2: <laughs> so but she's so funny. I know. And she's really funny. But she's funny in a punny sort of way. Very punny. And her the way she relates things. But you relate a visual scene. And... And... Just like a one line. I mean, it's it's incredible. Do you do you think of the is it the photo that comes to mind for or the picture that comes to mind or the idea? If you have an idea, do you do picture first or do you write out what the you know what
3: the joke is going to like? How What's the process you come across like it's like it's mysterious judy i mean sometimes it's just i don't know i mean it's both it's either it's uh sometimes it's the words more often now it's the the idea the words like i want to do a cartoon about well because i'm getting more political lately so yeah i baby. Do a cartoon about rape for him so, right uh, that's more word based although it's right. very visual it's very visual. very visual so i try to use the visual to enhance the, the words but then like with the new yorker it's Sometimes visuals, sometimes words, and then you gotta play with those together, and then you gotta um, recraft the, the the caption to make sure it works, and then sometimes you just throw it out because it doesn't work at all.
2: So, do you <clears throat> um, you started doing this um, as a young girl? How old were you when your parents got divorced? Um, Twenty two. Oh, so they waited till you were out of the house. But was it shit growing up, like you knew they should be divorced? No. Oh, okay,
3: no, sorry. Because you said that no, it's fine. Well, I have some other. I mean, my my childhood was was very nice, but, right? Um, my mother drank too much, so. right? So mm. you're an,
2: an adult child of an alcoholic. Yeah. Okay, uh, I know plenty of those, <laughs> <laughs> and I because I'm in the stand up, and <laughs> <laughs> but so of course, I mean, I when I think of women Ooh, of that generation, is like because I say to people, you know, we go to therapy now. And we have careers now. And yet these women who were bright and intel and told, no, this is what a woman is. This right. is what a woman right. So you're a young girl looking at this woman who's so bright, who has so much to offer, and yet she's stuck in this role model of, you know, the 50s. And your father's a doctor, you know, yeah. and here you are. And you were so, you were intelligent enough to see... No 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 no. She there's potential that she's you know she's drowning her she's
3: drinking it away so right. she doesn't have to was think. She, was she creative? You uh, know yeah she was she drew when she was in college she didn't finish college but she yeah so and and the house was beautiful of course she, that's where she channeled her, right. her artistic. But I loved to make her laugh. That's right. What I wrote yeah. I drew these cartoons to make her happy because she mm-hmm. was miserable and um I mean my father they loved each other but she was miserable. Right. And all our mothers you and I are about the same age. Right. And you know Katha Pollitt? Mm-hmm. I was talking to her once, and I found out her mother had the same affliction. Right. And she said, well, weren't they all? You know, they were all either drinking too much or medic, self-medicating right. pills and just because they were... My stressed. mother...
0: I think of them as stuck, Those yeah. that whole group of women.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Was stuck. Mm-hmm. I look at
2: my mother... Now, My <sighs> I came from this family of, you know, my grandmother was born in 1896 now she was educated she got a degree and became a teacher and um they were all educated you know in my mother's lineage and then my mother had a terrible tragedy when she was uh just turning 17 that her brother was killed you know and By the doorman, pushed him and he fell and hit his head back. And yeah, yeah. this is a really funny Kill Me Now podcast, but anyway, and that sort of help. She went, she was going to go to college. She ended up, I think, getting an associate's degree, but she never. And my father, uh, who was born in 1916, he had three sisters and he loved his mother, and his father was abusive, but he never taught us just because you're a woman. You can't do this. And my mother, even though she was very depressed and very anxious, um, she spoke up for herself, you know. And yet, when I started speaking up for XYz rights, and I was, you know, you know I am very liberal. Um, really? It, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, Judith, you don't have to talk about it. Judith, you don't. And, and I really feel like all those, and that's what I feel about religion too. I think that people who are afraid to think and don't want to deal with their thoughts, you know, subscribe to someone who tells them how to think or what to do in this situation or what is right and wrong. Oh my God! I love Mac Weldon. What's our What's our code again?
1: Oh, so if you go to and you put discount code Kill Me twenty percent off, which makes it like a billion times like cheaper than Banana Republic and all those other. Such good quality. It is really good quality. I know. And Henry and Ben fight over the shirts. They're so snug and and nice. They just kind of like hug all around. You yeah, could definitely. You know, it's nice to air out that area. Definitely. Yeah. And they're nice and airy and breezy, supportive. I wear men's and women's underwear, and this together? is together uh, sometimes when I'm feeling... Oh, God. I have to go throw up. <gasps> Sorry, go to Mac Walden and you just kill me. Did I start wearing men's underwear? You definitely want to start wearing these men's underwear. You might have, like, a mini little pocket in the front, but that's okay. What you in your pocket for? Judygold.com slash Mac...
2: So here you are. You're a young little girl. You have an older sister Sister mm-hmm.
3: who was um, she was textbook. arrested. Yeah. She was juvenile delinquent to use the terminology from the 60s. And that was just mm-hmm. to get attention from your parents, essentially. Probably. I think she had a few. Uh, I don't want to say screws loose, but right. something was off. You know, she would have been diagnosed on medication now. If,
2: if right. Right. Of course. Born now. but So uh, would like, <clears> you know. Right. Monet. She, and maybe Robert she was and, rebelling. Yeah, she, she was, was rebelling,
3: also. and maybe she. Uh, is she okay know? now? Pretty much, yeah.
2: Okay, we're not talking about <laughs> her. We won't talk about <laughs> yeah. her. So um, I made jokes to make my mother laugh, you know, and I, you know, that's so what I would do. Yeah, that's it was great. always about what, the, I because there was always this pink elephant, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on, you know? <laughs> so you so start through it, and you, yeah, you, you, said you it. right, mm-hmm. um, but you it's easier. You ease it's. You know because we were just talking previously you know to be ladylike to be a woman especially then and it, even, I grew up in the 70s 60s and 70s you know um you were quiet you were mm-hmm. that's wow. not ladylike that's mm-hmm. um and even when I look at Gloria Steinem you know she never raised her voice she was just even mm-hmm. and you know let these people act like idiots and <laughs> And I kind of think of you in the same way of wow, it's so powerful to not react like that, n- not react to the screaming. And I think sometimes I I get you know typecasted by you know oh she's so loud she's so this but uh, you listen to what i'm saying and my anger like louis black is angry mm-hmm.
0: i'm as angry as he is yes karen well i was i was also going to add that i think when you don't have your voice and face attached to your art it can be more powerful because there's so many men especially male comics and male people in the business who are like oh she's so whiny and angry and they're not listening to the content, they just don't like your sort of demeanor. I mean, Gloria or Steinem cadence, was so yeah. yeah, Gloria Steinem just had to had to kind of play it the way she did, like and sort of pretty herself Classy, up and yeah. stuff like that, because it just made people. It forced people to listen to her. And when people are reading your cartoons, they it probably doesn't. They have to get to the end of the cartoon before they realize maybe that it's another voice coming out
2: there. Mm-hmm. But it's also
0: like when I hear guy comics.
2: It's I s I can't totally listen. like it to me, I sometimes I cannot hear. I only hear the cadence.
0: <laughs> and
1: and the <this> stuff <laughs> they say about women too. Like right. the, and it's
3: fine. Can I, s- can yes. I, can I make oh, a no, comparison? Yes. Oh. Between what you're saying and and cartooning because when I first started cartooning I thought, well there's no gender bias here, there's no discrimination. Um and I just went about my business being a cartoonist in this in the late seventies and early eighties. And it was only until later I realized that there's still a, a bias in the content. And I've noticed this more so hmm. in political cartoons. And mm-hmm. it's changing now because there's diff- there's women becoming political cartoonists. But the cartoons of the men are what you're what you're saying, the loud, angry voice, right? Oh, 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 oh. My pen is a, a gun, right. my pen is a sword, my pen is a, whereas my cartoons get at it more quietly and I Mm -hmm. think that's a different kind of voice that's now, just now, being appreciated. I I agree. Like
2: my friend Wendy Liebman and, you know, like comics like that, who, you know, um, who have that sort of message. Now, who were your female role models growing up? You had your mother, you you know, who did you look to um, who had a voice that you
3: Identified uh, with her you know one. who you know who I Jane Goodall. Oh, oh I love Goodwin. Jane Goodall. Love oh, that's great. I mean, great. there were many Judy, right? Right. There no, many. there were no. no. I mean, I loved I love Phyllis Diller in yeah. a way, um, yeah. and and then Laughing came when yes. I was in my teens, and I thought, um, who was it? Um, Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. I mean, she, I couldn't emulate her, but Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett. Oh, fuck. Love Carol Burnett. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking it's one other person. I, I'm drawing a blank. Anyway. Uh,
2: Joan Rivers was big for me. Todi Fields was big for me. Yeah, Mom's Mabelly as I got older. Yeah, um, well, I didn't know
3: her back then. But because I yeah,
2: now. I know her now, and I realize, oh my God, Incredible. what she did. And you look, you look at the life of Sophie Tucker, who you know they they were like, get out of here, you're, mm. you're disgusting, and yeah. she went back with her paycheck. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. um, and Phyllis. You know what's interesting about Phyllis? I I interviewed her and, you know, she didn't start doing stand up till she was 37 and she left her family. And and the one interesting thing she said, you know, I I realized my legs were really scrawny Mm -hmm. and funny. So she that's why she started wearing those, Mm -hmm. you know, and yet a guy with scrawny legs would never show the you know, I wish I had scrawny legs. You're you uh, you're underweight, <laughs> Karen Carpenter.
3: We're calling you Karen Carpenter instead of Karen. Uh,
2: okay, so you grew so you grow up. You don't really have a lot of female role yeah, models. No,
3: no cartoonists that I knew of at the time. Not that I really. I didn't see it as a. I didn't need to find a woman. Did you know you were going to do that? Or did you say, oh, this is something I like to do? Uh, Well, I was doing it since I was really little. Right, right. And then then I thought, well, I can't make a living out of it. But I I love biology, so I thought maybe I'd become a biologist. You went to school for biology. I started out in biology. Ended up in art. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And then Uh, I worked at the Natural (laughs) History Museum in New York, which was great. Oh, that's great. What did you do there? I was in the art department. Oh, wow. Art. And you grew up in D.C. Uh-huh. Um, uh, were your parents very involved politically? No. No, but my father moved us there before I was born because he liked the diversity of this. Right. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah. Who were you closer to,
2: parents-wise? God.
3: Choose wisely. Well, they're both gone now, so right. I don't have that pressure. Same. Um, yeah. God, I probably had my mother in those early years, but then mm-hmm. she died so young Oh. that uh, I got really close with my dad and you right. know what judy uh, fathers are strong supportive fathers for women is like the best right it's like that's makes all the difference in many ways i agree my and f- i had one yeah i had
2: one but he died when i was young you know i was 27 Ugh. so i didn't really get to know him when i really you know after it's like after they die you want to ask them i'm like I oh i want I want to ask you this. And I want, my mother just passed away in June. And I just, I, I'm like, oh my God, I have to ask her that. It, that's the worst part is wanting to know. You know, my father died right before the Iran Contra mm-hmm. hearing in oh. 1990. Wow. And I remember those hearings. And I just wanted to call him and find out, you know, but whatever. I, want, I just really wonder what he would think of that asshole Trump. But anyway, <laughs> so um, you traveled a lot
3: as you became an adult. Yeah, I went to a school that had um, programs abroad. Right which was rare back then. Abroad, get it? Because it's about women. God, I'm funny. Um, (laughs) Did that make you think of
2: a cartoon? Abroad? Okay, go. It's been done. (laughs) Hack. I'm a hack. I call myself a hack. You don't call me a hack, Lauren. Go ahead. Yes,
1: (laughs) ma'am.
3: Yes. Well, my dad, actually, I should say, my dad, uh, I guess he may have gotten the idea from... Uh, somebody who was it that traveled abroad to uh, lived across you know in Europe somewhere with their family? What was that mm-hmm. in the '60s? Anyway, he decided to, to take a sabbatical. Right, we lived in Rome for a year. Big, oh big deal for me. I was, of I was 16, and uh, well, for one thing, I had long blonde hair. Yeah, 16 in Rome. Did you fall in love? Well, I fell you know, in like... love with a young man on the boat. We took a boat across the right. ocean. How yeah. old? And, uh, he, I this don't know. is like I never Titanic. <laughs> Wait, Never so go ahead. Um, he, uh, oh, that was that was just like a, a you know like a, 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 a little infatuation. Oh, you didn't no, do I anything? Didn't no, but I learned about God. I learned about sexism. Like it was a crash course right. in sexism at wow. in Rome for a year. Yeah. It's really, you know, and they don't—they don't care. No, they
1: don't. Yeah, they don't give a shit. It's like anyway. the Israelis. It's considered right. romantic, even like that—that that photo of all the uh, Italians and the American woman in the street or whatever, and they right. all look like they're about to rape what, her. You know, wow. when you're around, because I'm around
2: a lot of sexism <clears throat> with these guys who really do like you know deep down they're nice, but they have been taught this. Yeah, she's a chick. Yeah, yeah. They and, and yet, I don't hate them. Right. Right. Uh, uh, and I I like them because I know they're nice, and that's what they... But there's something in me that doesn't
0: want to say, you know, fuck you. You know, I, there's a... Because I don't think... I think you know that they're not capable of hearing it. I think there's that. I, I remember when I first started doing... I used to be a lawyer before I went into comedy, and so law... Yeah. I know. Well, I left, and I, <laughs> and um, law, The the one thing about it is it's probably about 50 years ahead... of of comedy in terms of the way women are treated because it they know what's legal and what's not legal. So it was very hard for me when I first started going to like comedy clubs and I would see, I mean people would say things and you know, it's really hard not to go like you're violating blah, 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 blah,
3: blah. blah. (laughs) Like and it was really,
0: really difficult for me and like you can't say anything because already people are, you know you have to, I would pretend like I didn't go to college. Like you have to kind of play down your intellect a little. Did you have that? Yes, absolutely. Like I remember once this manager came up to me, my manager, Manager, and he said your problem is you're too smart and I was like this is the weirdest problem to ever <laughs> right, have right. I mean I guess if you're in like a beauty contest right. or something but you know what in comedy it's not appropriate well you know, know. you went around the world and collaborated with other
2: female cartoonists yeah, met, and you, you mm-hmm. found them mm-hmm. how did you find them
3: like you I, um, uh, on the internet and um, also I, I belong to an organization called Cartooning for Peace yes really. I love that yeah
2: and you were actually you're an envoy for the for the well, United. Now I just got that title. Isn't that snazzy? I love that? And you went to Israel and Palestine. Yes, and 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 were they together with you,
3: the Israelis and Palestinians, or did you go separately? No, I went. I was a I worked the the State Department has a program of speakers, and I and they they have a bunch of political cartoonists on mm-hmm. their on their list, right? And it depends on the the place invites the cartoonist to come spend a week or two in their country talking to groups of people. So. Um, Israel invited me over, and while I was over there, so I went over by myself. I was over there. I talked to uh, people in the, you know, in the in the uh, uh... West Bank settlements. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Then we went over. Then I went over to Ramallah and spoke right. to is- Palestinian cartoonists. And, right.
2: So it's it amazing. It is. It is fascinating because they don't want this shit. No, they don't. They absolutely don't want this shit.
3: And they're friends.
2: Uh, right. And it's also like if you. You can't get into Israel if you have been, you know, to an air. Er- or is it you have to go to Israel last?
1: You, if you there have, first yeah, then, you
2: have to go there first, uh, and then um, then you can go to the other.
3: Right. Cause yeah. Then, uh, the next year, somebody invited me to Algeria, and they and they said, "Well, if you're going to go there, you have to get a whole new passport." Right. It's well, unbelievable. So okay, so you're
2: cartooning, cartooning. Yeah. Um, and the New Yorker was always correct the be-all and end-all of Although, political you know, Judy, cartoons. when I was
3: in college, I was more uh, left than I... Well, I'm pretty left now, but... Yeah. I thought the New Yorker was status quo until I started right. looking closely, and it, right. it was pretty pretty liberal right. back in the seventies. Right. And I decided I could I could do cartoons for them if they'd have me. Had you been doing <laughs> cartoons for other publications? No, oh, I sold one to the Guardian. Uh, oh yeah, and, uh, remember that? Yeah, still around?
2: I think so. Is is it online? There's, yeah, yeah. yeah. National
3: Lampoon. And, oh, cool. And, and New Yorker. That's cool.
2: So yeah. okay. So how many submissions did you? Uh, I. You know, how many submissions did you put in before The New Yorker bought your first cartoon? Uh,
3: about two years of submitting. Wow. No so, way. Like, how often? Almost every week. I don't remember. Jeez. No way. That's like us
2: working for, no, going on stage. And, you know, oh, oh that's yeah. amazing. And I, some
3: other horror stories. I mean, that's Oh, let's not... hear. Let's yeah. hear, baby. Well, George Booth. It took mm-hmm. him 10 years. Um, uh Roz Chast, of course, she got in right away. Right. Made it first submission, they bought her stuff.
2: Ugh, I hate people like that. Roz Chast is the Amy Schumer of. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love Roz. I love I Roz. Love yeah. We hate Amy, though. She, no, like... we love Amy. Go. <laughs> no,
3: Roz and I were friends from the beginning. So.
2: Yeah, no, I like right. Roz. Mm-hmm. Um, very different style than you. Mm-hmm. Very, very different. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, your first cartoon. What it was like three rocks, and what was it? It was, I I
3: remember it, and I saw it a while uh, so ago. It's like one of those cartoons in the New Yorker that people go, like, Huh, what is that? I, I don't, don't get I, that. yeah, I, I saw it a while I'm ago. Sorry, it's okay. Uh, it's three, you know, I just got out of school studying art, so it's mm-hmm. Cezanne has had a theory of three elements the cone, the sphere, and the cylinder. Oh, right, it's a right. theory of art, you know, right. art theory, yeah. And so I drew a cone, the sphere, and the cylinder, and a television set. So it's like taking a-
0: uh, Oh, I love that. Uh, That's you. so the New Yorker oh, too. That it is, is so <laughs> great.
2: Okay. I love her. So y- y- what you do is you submit it and then they write they write you a letter and then sometimes they write holding for yeah, one week That was or- back
3: then. It's different now, but Okay. And yeah, then so I drop off my envelope. I wouldn't see the editor. I drop off the envelope and then I'd get it back the next week and it'd say holding one and I think, "Oh, great. They're thinking about it." Right, 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 right. One.
0: How were you supporting yourself during this time? Was it cartooning? She was
3: working
2: life? at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Oh, the Natural no? History natural, natural History, History yeah. Museum. Oh, so
0: that was during the Natural yeah. History Museum. Yes. Thing. So okay. Okay, I was worried about So
2: that. you get your first, like 1978, 77, so nine? 79? Nine. Okay. You get your first cartoon in. You get the yeah.
3: letter. Yeah. Uh, w- I get... A notes. no. I, the woman in the little vestibule says Lee Lorenz wants to see you. Oh my god! So I like
2: so. But you had avoided her, buckled.
3: right? You had always avoided her, or um, well, you she was like not. She was behind a glass right. window, and you just didn't really didn't communicate with her. Did you think
2: that they were like uh, her again? Her again? No, I don't. okay. Like so, you okay. knew
3: that it was going to take this long when you went. I felt into- like I was like a, an apprentice. You know, right. you, I heard stories from other that's a great TV show. Go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. No, I'd heard, I'd heard what the story was with the submission, so. Okay, so you go, she says, oh. Lee wants to see you, and so she buzzes me in, or maybe, I don't know if they buzzed them. Were in, you, like, then. freaking out? I freaked out. I, I gonna... went in the door, and it's like this old. Did you, like, pee a little or anything? Well, or... I, I, I stopped in the oh, I knew you the were going to ask that. Right. Yeah, because I needed to compose myself. Right, didn't right, right. I have to pee, but I had to stop. And like, I, I have <gasps> to pee when that happens. Go. So, um, and I. Fix my hair. I just like right. worried, and then I finally walk down the hall and go to his office. And he's in his office, and he says, "Well, oh, there you are. I was wondering where you were." So already, I I feel like I'd bl- I'd blown it. Ugh, see, a guy wouldn't feel I like know, that. I know and that's terrible. All right, yeah. <laughs> and he just said, "We'd like to buy this one." Mm.
2: Okay, and I think th- that's all I remember. But You're did so you quiet. say this is not for sale? <laughs> and store But out. wait, but <laughs> say, but you didn't. You, but you didn't show your gratitude or anything like because you wanted to be cool right oh
3: god i probably kissed his feet or something really i I don't know
2: all right okay so then um (laughs) who do you call first
3: i often wondered judy i don't remember probably Uh, what the fuck probably my father my mother was gone by right 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 isn't that sad when you can't tell it is. them? You know what she used to do for me when I was little. She would clip out those little spot drawings, right, in the New Yorker. Yes, and put them in a little envelope uh. and save them for me, as if to say, "This is see, you can do this someday." It never occurred to her that I could do the cartoons. Right, right, which right. Is just her generation. That's right, okay. right, right. But
2: wow. Yeah. Okay. So you so, sell it. Do you get a lot of money for the cartoon?
3: It's the. It's more than any other magazine. Okay. So. and so, how many would you have to sell a year in order to make a living at that time? Every week. You'd have to sell one every week. Wow. I mean, this was the beginning of, of a shift in the magazine. right? Where, um, they used to have offices. Cartoons used to have right. offices. They used to be treated much more like royalty right. in a way. Although uh, William Shawn, who was the editor then when I started there, was very, very respectful of cartoons. Mm-hmm. And he, he was great. And so was David Remnick. I'm not saying he's not, but...
0: So, I've heard he's like scary different. smart, David Rumnick.
3: I've never had to have a conversation oh, okay. of any note with him, oh, so okay. I don't know. But I, yeah, he, I've heard him on the radio. He's very smart.
0: Yeah, I've heard him on the radio too, and he says things like, I don't read social media because it's a waste of time, and I'm thinking, oh my God, this guy has every
3: second of his day. You know, you know what he called me once? What? To my face? What? Twitter queen. Wow. Isn't that nice? That's that's really nice. Twitter yeah. queen. Well, it may be
0: a put down Twitter from him. Like like, I would think it's really flattering. Oh, but I think he, it's a, he
2: might
1: have meant it as a cut you, put down. You, you can but, tweet. <laughs> you can write. Oh, sorry. Um, it means he's following you. Right. It means he's
2: jealous. Okay, so let's get to your life now. You, your husband Michael, mm-hmm. is a cartoonist That's at right. the New Yorker. Right. How did you meet? I need the whole story. Oh God! And uh, he sold a cartoon before you, correct? Yes, he did. Like seventy-seven. Yes. Okay. Wow, you did your homework. Yeah. So um, we had we didn't
3: we hadn't met yet, right? So you uh, you sell the first cartoon to New Yorker. Yep. Yeah. And, and there's start there's parties. You know, there's always parties, right? Right. Um, New Yorker was throwing parties, uh there was Where
0: are the parties? Like in a like a fancy thing. I just like
3: well this uh, the players club. Once you sold yeah. they have they have they had a um an anniversary party every February at uh, the Pierre. Ah okay. oh. it was such a fun party. And where you had you to get, get dressed up, right? Yeah, but not not. Where really. did you like, go do you- if you
0: hadn't sold like McDonald's? Like, do they? Where do the like non-selected people go for their Christmas party? Oh,
3: they don't
2: no go. Idea. Where okay. do the normals go? So wait. So you get invited to the first Pierre thing?
3: Yeah, and you go by yourself. Yeah, Are you, you can't nervous? bring a spouse even if you had one. Unless, you, you can't. Oh, God, I was terrified. Oh, I would but, be... But you sh- know what's, it was fun is this Did big you pee room. a little? No, get it, go. <laughs> big room with a huge, big band and a huge spread of food, and the editorial, all the editorial, oops, all the editorial folks sit on one side and, and eat and drink on one side, and all the advertising people are on the other side. Never did the twain meet. Is that the right phrase? I don't I know, know, but it's it, it, whatever, whatever you though, say I is wrote. perfect. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was dancing, lots and lots of dancing, which I love. Did
0: you have a boyfriend or anything at the time?
3: I always had a boyfriend. Wow. When I was going through. You have the, that like, look. So,
0: what is your kind of
2: guy? Because you're very quiet. You're very like you're intimidating because you're so smart and you don't <laughs> say a lot. So I, I always, I right. always think, uh oh, she's thinking she's something. She's yeah, You know, that's how what I think. How to
3: use that all yes. my life. Yeah. You're quiet. People think you're smart. A deep quiet. You sensuality. are smart.
2: <laughs> okay, so. um, all right, so to do the scene. We're at the Pierre, you're you look at the good. buffet. What well, what You look hot go. Uh all you know, it's don't give me men. I don't remember shit. It's mostly go. men okay, and okay. Roz and I. You know, okay. so, those are the cartoons. So you go so you had known dance. Roz yeah, at known Roz. that time. Yep. So you're hanging
0: with Roz. I, I picture Roz. she's wearing like a kilt and knee socks, just like from her cartoons.
3: Could have been. Right. Okay. I mean, okay. Okay, so you uh, All right. I don't know, it's just dancing and drinking with a lot of the um Guy cartoonist, right? And well, good Michael looking,
0: wasn't... good looking in general. The guys, yes, no, no,
3: they're cartoonists.
2: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hello? Sh, look oh, at Michael's her. Good looking. Well, My she, I know good. her husband's she, really hot. He, is. I mean, yes. you're a very,
0: very. No, <laughs> yeah, she's pretty gorgeous. Woman, right? She's yeah. hot, oh. but no
2: m- male cartoonists. Hello, okay. go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I actually, I think I liked being around men. I've always enjoyed the company of men. I more love than women, men too,
2: and frankly. I'm a lezzy go
3: yeah because women are not
2: nice to each other i, I like and women
3: I s- we're gonna get into
2: the women thing go okay i like women now too. you want me
3: to get into that no
2: i you want mean, you to do the michael meeting oh, michael Okay. Oh, yeah. so we
3: were th- not that pierre we were at a different party that mm-hmm. was put on by did you see else.
2: him at the pierre that night he saw me he saw okay <gasps> Ooh yeah. yeah music go <laughs>
3: okay uh first time we met um was at Michelle Yuri's house. If you mm. know her, she used to be the cartoon editor of Playboy. Mm-hmm. She would throw parties for cartoonists. Right, and I was sort of lukewarm about Playboy back then. And why? not really like it at all. I don't know why. But she was she was a yeah. nice woman, and she would right. throw these great parties. So we met there, but nothing happened. No, no but was play, there? No, no, well, there was no, no energy first. between you. No. Nothing. We just shook mm. hands. Who took? Who introduced you? A guy named Dick Klein. Who was, oh, Joe. Go. Uh, I don't think so. With Dick Klein. I don't know. I think he was not.
2: But Dick Klein.
3: C L I N E. Oh, that's C-L-I-N-A like Patina is, is. You know it. what
2: that is? We were Jews. and then I I can't. I don't want to be <laughs> a Jew anymore. And then we were superstars. I think Michael's Jewish. Country oh, absolutely. Michael is that? Jewish because I know he is. I look at his face. His last <laughs> name's Maslin. That. He is a Jew. But I know a from lot of Bloomfield, New Jersey. Yes. I know a lot he's of Maslins who aren't Jewish. She, there's well, so many his people who convert.
3: No, no, yeah. sorry, not Boschino. Um, oh Sternenberg. Yeah, so I'm go. telling
2: you, he's Jewish. And I, I was going to bring that up, but I didn't know <laughs> if you were aware that he's Jewish. Go.
3: Okay. <laughs> uh, so we met then, and then, and then uh, another year went by. I invited him to my 30th birthday party, mm-hmm. and he couldn't make it because at the time, his girlfriend was. Having a lot of issues. No fuck her. What kind know. of issues? I didn't know he had a girlfriend. I don't want. I don't think okay, i can go okay. into it. The Bipolar.
2: Go. <laughs>
3: no, that's Let's on. just. Any time someone
2: has know. an issue, uh, it's called bipolar. No, go. not even I don't Oh, all right. Um, whatever.
3: Now I'm worried about his girlfriend. So he couldn't make yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then another year went by, and I met him at Roxy Monroe's house, mm-hmm. a cover artist. Mm-hmm. She a Roxy Monroe. She? Yeah. Um, and I was with my boyfriend at the time, and we were sitting on a couch. And Michael was sitting; the boyfriend was sitting between Michael and I. And we made a date to go see James Thurber at auction at the mm-hmm. Armory behind wow. my boyfriend's, you know, literally behind.
0: Oh yeah, baby! Wait, the, what was the What did the boyfriend do for a living? Was he an art, artist?
2: He's a musician, person? which okay. is prescient because
0: your cartoons with your husband
2: about marriage, a lot of them are on a couch, go sofa, That's go, right. go. Ooh, uh, so we made this date, I like professional
3: it. date. Mm -hmm. My hands are doing a quote, air quotes. Yes, yes. But Um, at that point, there was something. uh, Maybe. Well, obviously. Things weren't working out with this guy. Yeah, he's an idiot. Go. (laughs) And so we went to, we made this date. We went to the armory to see, um, it was an auction of of art, and and there was a Thurber there. Because Michael is a Thurber uh, fan as well. Because of Thurber as well. I love Thurber. And what's interesting
2: is... Okay, wait. I don't know what that was. I had like an inside burp. But you, so when your first date was going to the Thurber thing, mm-hmm. did you make out on the first date?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had uh, sandwiches. I
2: thought you were going to say we had sex because you're like we had s- sandwiches. Okay, and then when did you know? I well,
3: I knew I knew then. Right. Did he know like, then? I think so. he yeah. knew. I think he knew year earlier. What right. happened to the girlfriend? Was she done by that date? Oh, God, she you with the
0: fucking girlfriend. Him. I'm sorry. I need All to right. know every detail. Okay, so,
2: what I find interesting, so, how long did you guys date before you...
3: Um, a couple months, and then we... Got a place together. I kept my apartment, but we we Good. rented a house Good. together. Uh huh. And in in uh, in in Hudson Valley. Were you competitive right. with each other? I'm getting there. I'm so sorry. It's on here. I'll I get to get that. Judy, you're better. You're better. God damn it. So Am I being funny enough. Yes, you're okay. hilarious. You're
2: awesome. In that. Oh my god, I love you. So then, all right. So you meet him. You move in. Uh, and then when? How long? After and did you get married?
3: We, uh, uh, we got married about a year after we, we like met. big wedding or uh, two hundred people. Um, no, no, the wedding was smaller, and then we had a party at. Yes, yeah, we, we bought a house first together. We right scra- in Rhinebeck. In Rhinebeck, yeah. yes. And then we, because um, we needed a place to have the party. Right. And um, That's what I do. If I have to have a party, I buy real estate. <laughs> <Right>. Okay, go. <laughs> so we got married in a, 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 I'm of Quaker background, so we got mm-hmm. married in a Quaker meeting house mm-hmm. and then um, had the party at our house. Oh. And there were cartoonists there.
2: You know what's amazing is, when I think about it, so you grew up with this, you know, alcoholic depressed mother who wanted a better life for you and, and really gave you this... Please, please go and do this yeah. sort of, you know, don't end up like me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he grew up with a strong, powerful mother who was a single mother, right at the time, which yeah. we didn't see say a lot powerful, of powerful, but strong, strong, mm-hmm. a strong woman. Mm-hmm. And um, I think guys who grow up with strong women are completely
3: different men.
2: Yeah, I, that's a good point. Yeah, thank you. That's why I'm so, so well. As hard. soon
3: as I met her. I I knew that was like the the piece of the puzzle. Right. Like, did oh. she like you? Yeah, and um, I knew that she was not going to be one of these domineering right. mother in laws. Right. And and what did she do for a living? She worked in a factory. Wow. And then she met her step her her stepfather yeah. who was a former. Prize fighter,
2: uh huh, and wow. owned a bar
3: in Newark, New Jersey. Which I is where w- you're from?
2: Oh uh, I was no, I was born in Newark. Then we li- we lived in Elizabeth. I was just born in oh, okay. Beth Israel Hospital, and then we moved to Sh- Clark. I can't. Okay, so um, how, now here you are. You're both cartoonists, mm-hmm. and but you have separate areas where you work. Oh yeah. Okay, and you do not show each other any of your work. Uh, no pretty much yeah until we've submitted it right um has alright so like with actors or comics you know one is doing great and the other one's in a shit you know what happens during those times of you're getting you're selling a bunch and he has writer's block or artist block or whatever
3: well yeah you, you always have a little bit of writer's block right all, every week you know right. I'm sure you do too yeah so that's Really not. Which That's is why profit, I have jokes course. that at 25 years old. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> I'm glad you um, said it. And he always sold more than I did from the beginning. Do you, and do you think it's because he is? I don't want to say that. Because he's a man? Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, I, I don't. You don't know. I don't okay. want to say that. I know. I don't want to say it
2: either. Especially if it's your husband. Okay. Then you have two daughters. Yes. Okay. Are they artistic?
3: Yes, you are so not giving up the are information. Are they funny? Are they funny? They're both very funny, and they're both artistic. Although they don't draw, they don't. They well, don't do they want to go into? No, they don't. One one is um, a sous chef. She's artistic. Oh wow, with food, draw. she's really great with food. Uh-huh. And the other one is really. Um, she's a, a good with words. She's mm-hmm. she's um, she works with books. She's a bookseller. Right. You know. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Are you proud of them? Very proud. Do they live by you? yep one one lives um in Rhinebeck mm-hmm. the, so bookseller. well the because
2: one. that's oh that's the bookseller I was gonna say isn't the culinary institute near there it is so the sous chef I would sous think chef, I don't know if she'll go to that that's yeah.
3: but she's she's working in in uh, Tivoli New York
2: yeah okay yeah and are you very close with them I'm very close with them. and is, are they very close with yeah Michael
3: Yes, we're a very close family. God, you guys
2: like look so fucking perfect. I it can't stand it. It is a little perfect.
3: It. it is. Yeah, but they did It's
2: not like they had it easy growing right. up. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's talk about. I don't want to talk about ISIS because I can't because I fu- they've ruined my life. By the way, I know they've ruined other people's lives, but it's annoying. <laughs> just a little. It's just annoying. It's I really have enough. I video. mean, I have so much shit to think about. With my bills and the kids, and now I got to worry about getting fucking blown up. Anyway, not that it's about me. The Jutland Post, well, that's the uh, Jelan Posten. whatever oh yes, that in. Right, right. from Israel. The the Muhammad cartoon oh, controversy. Those, right, sorry, right. So in in two thousand five, mm-hmm. uh, there was a big uh, the Danish these Danish writers or cartoonists drew. You're not allowed to draw Muhammad. Or any sort of... Mm-hmm. It's like the Jews. You're not allowed to say God's name in Hebrew. And you have to write Jew-D now. Okay. Um, you... What... I mean, that was sort of the beginning of this. Like, we have freedom of speech. We have freedom of expression. And then now, these people are... How, how were you involved in
3: that sort of event? that um, was a shock you know what i when you, we woke up that morning and there's mm-hmm. the word cartoon on the front page of the new york times right. and i'm like whoa you know because on one hand i'm i'm proud of this fact that mm-hmm. we're suddenly getting attention for the seriousness right. that we had that we are able to create right. on the other hand it was horrifying what, mm-hmm. what was going on so anyway uh, that ne- a couple months after that i was invited to um, speak at the UN believe mm-hmm. it or not uh, and that was the beginning of I hate
2: when you say believe it or not you are so <laughs> accomplished go
3: so yes well, you I, go I to was, speak at I the know. UN so uh, it was a it was a uh, forum for cartoonists the Kofi mm-hmm. Annan is a big fan of cartoonists mm-hmm. so he and Jean Plantou, who's the French cartoonist who started that this
2: that say it again Jean Plantoux oh.
3: oh. oh. go ahead <laughs> um, <laughs> Scooby Dooby Doo <laughs> started uh, had, had a forum for cartoonists and they were about Twelve of us from around the world: Jeff Danzinger, who's mm-hmm. a, a great guy here in the city, mm-hmm. cartoonist, and Ann Telnes, mm-hmm. and a bunch of other people from different right. countries came together and talked about cartoons, and that was the beginning of cartooning for peace. Which is not the cartoons are not all about peace; they're all about communication, expression, right? yes, and communication. Learning to talk to other countries, other cartoonists, um, and what do you think of the Charlie Hebdo? Um... Uh, that's a tough one, cause, right? You know, it's not, not. I can't. It's not a short answer. I I, I, I have time.
2: (laughs) I mean, because I'm a comic and I believe in freedom of expression Mm -hmm, and I mm -hmm. believe you should be able to say
3: whatever you want. I totally agree with you.
2: Um, And that they have the right to do whatever they want. I totally agree. Um, But do we call that uh, just, you know, a regular periodical? Do you know what I mean? That. It's did, a fringe. I mean, right. Not for France. It's not
3: fringe. Right? I suppose it might be. So,
2: I mean, everyone's like, "We are Charlie Hebdo," but like, I'm sure a month before they were like, "I hate Charlie." Did you see what they did? That's so offensive.
3: Right. I've been to France a, a number of times, and mm-hmm. I they, they are split in their right. opinions over there. There's right. many people who love that because it's it's a typical. I think it's typical French humor right? From for generations. Right. And I think maybe it's uh, history now. But I also believe that th- they serve a purpose. Like the Westboro
2: Baptist Church serves served a purpose because we could point to something tangible. You know what? We're not making this shit up. This is what we have to deal with. Right. So it sort of is something. You know what I mean? It's there and we can use it to prove our point. Who's who's we? I'm like I'm following. saying I'm saying like the L now see now I feel like an idiot. Now I'm like, oh my god, I'm really stupid. I didn't say No, it. I didn't I'm no, saying didn't, like I the LGBT, LGBT was... community. Yes. R S T U V W X Y Z. Uh, you know, they have OCD. The, the, the um the Westboro Baptist Church. God hates fags, 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 fags. Um <laughs> someone is gonna <laughs> take that and put Judy Gelt at fags, you know. But you know, they'll they'll they're protest at these funerals and yet you know, we, when we say, you know, that we have to deal with this kind of crap and everyone's like, well, too bad, you know, or no, you don't. We have tangible evidence. Right. It's That's why I like Trump. Trump. Right. It. Putting That's
0: pictures why I like
1: Trump. to it. It's like with the Holocaust. Right.
0: Because Trump, to me, everyone's like, ooh, he's so offensive, right. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, he, I feel like he's just saying what a lot of people right. think. I mean, why is he so popular? And I think it's like the people in the party mm-hmm. are, are saying, oh, don't say that. And I'm like, but you say it with the almighty dollar. You know, you say right. it in a much more dangerous, passive way. So sometimes it's good to know who's out there. I yeah. mean, the French don't have necessarily the most tolerant um, opinion of Muslims. Mm-hmm. Right. Or so. Jews. Or Jews, right? right.
3: But not all French.
1: No, not all French. No, a, of course not. I think French oh. people pretty much hate everyone equally. Okay, Lauren, thanks. <laughs>
2: Feminism. I really want to talk about this because, you know, a lot of your early cartoons are about, you know, girls and what they have how they have to act and what they have to wear and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you are, as I said, sort of glorious dynamish in your very, you know plus, by anything right um but now we have this new wave of feminism where girls are talking about you know sex and this and they believe if they speak like a guy and talk about the same stuff got that is feminism that is inequality not inequality and equality you know um
3: how do you feel about that Uh, you make me think about stand-up comedians and how sometimes and certain movies um, how women are considered funny if they act like a man right and that's annoying um, but like what Amy Schumer's doing she's doing some of that but then she's also putting out a great message absolutely so she's 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 getting the attention of the Mainstream right media. It's like she pulls, she them, pulls in. them in with the gross bathroom jokes, and then sticks it to them with the real stuff. Right, because mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. and that's
2: what you have to you have to you know you have to get to their level. That's what I was saying then in our
1: last
3: episode.
2: Bring Judy. Bring them in mm-hmm. now. Uh, how far now? Now then we have the hybrid Amy Schumer's who are can't do the second half of that, mm-hmm. which I think is detrimental in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No?
3: Yeah, no, I don't...
0: I think it objectifies them. I think the women are objectifying themselves and I know I would probably get a lot of flack for saying that, but... Like some of these young girls who are starting to do comedy and they just say cock and jizz and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I can say that on your thing, right? So, Oh, my that's,
1: God. That's like a so, green, that's such a, you know. Well, that's, that's an easy way. It's a yeah, you know, it pe- is,
2: but jokes. it's. But where do you, th- all right, so we have gotten, so when you take feminism and you go, okay, so we've gotten to this point where we can talk about, you know, wages and this and, you know, whatever, female president and blah, 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 blah. That it's not like, oh, my God, there's never going to be a female, you know, where do you, What do you think is our next step as women, as this next generation? What do we have to accomplish? And how do you think we have to get, you know, we have the Sheryl Sandbergs, we have those people, but we still have such blatant anti, I mean, like, the fact that the GOP can tell me. You know, I have right. to get a vaginal ultrasound or you're closing Planned Parenthoods. Yet I have to look at fucking Viagra and Cialis commercials every five minutes, you know?
3: Yeah, there's like two two things going on here. You've got like the feminist changes at the top that that are very visible. Uh, the Sheryl Sandbergs and the uh, whatever. Hillary Clinton. Yeah. But then on the ground, it's still, the you know, the football culture, that talk about kill me now moments. right i'm so pissed mm. off at at what football has done to our culture how It's caused this rape culture in our
2: i know oh good so, we have a kill me now moment with
3: liza donnelly I yes I was thinking about that coming here like what am i kill me now yeah well, i watched some of that movie last night uh, right the hunting grounds right um and i've drawn cartoons about rape uh, rape culture in this country and 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 uh and with ray rice and football culture. right it just pisses me off that people don't. It's it's all about entertainment. It's all about. I don't know. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I, I can't, totally I can't know. Get the words out. I'm so pissed off. Yeah, <laughs> I get like that too. But it
2: and and even and the other thing is is that the Vi, the new Viagra commercial has a girl yes. in an in a football jersey. Yes, walking around, walking around,
3: tossing a football. It's such. It's like. People don't see this stuff. You and right. I see it. You and you, Karen, you see it. You know when you when you start looking for it, it's right. everywhere. It is
1: mm-hmm. everywhere.
3: And, and then I feel like then there's just still this pressure, like oh, I'm an angry feminist. I shouldn't right. be so right. so hair trigger. But but we have to be hair trigger on stuff. I don't understand. It's, it's everywhere. It's
2: as if black men and 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 uh, feminists are not allowed to be angry and gays and all right. I know, but I'm saying like Obama. I'd love for him to get up there and go, you know what, you motherfuckers. Right. But then he can't because he then can't. he's an angry black man. Right. Exactly. And Hillary at Benghazi. I would love for her to have at the hearing
1: said, <laughs> what you're a fucking idiot. Why are you talking <laughs> to me like that? And you right know? now you're an angry dyke. Like right. that's that is one of the biggest uh, weapons I think that we have and that, you know, the higher ups have or whatever is um, uh, to make you feel embarrassed about something. But why is anger? Like Liza, why
2: do you think anger is such a bad word with women? Like why can why are we not allowed to be angry?
3: It's still lingering. It's still socialized. We're supposed to of be course. peacekeepers and make nice and make everybody happy and bring cookies and if you know
1: right. i mean a lady like if you're lady-like. angry and you're a man you're passionate if you're angry and you're a woman you're a bitch
3: okay yes lauren
1: but why is that still perpetual why because yes. it, it because there are so many men who don't want it to change why would you want that to change I think women are like that i think too, women though. don't
2: want it to change too when i look at carly fiorina okay so here you're like, okay, she's a woman. She was successful-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's
0: very well-educated. You know, I can't stand her. She's very passive-aggressive,
3: which is a which is an acceptable Right, for, for a woman. Yeah. What we're talking about is it's, it's a system. It's not, right. you know, I don't hate men. I love men. I love oh. men. Yes, yes. It's a system that women are complicit in as well. So. Right. And
1: society has fed into this with the men and women. Okay, Lauren,
3: you're 30. <laughs> 31.
2: And we're, we have more years. Can
3: we talk about that too?
1: Yes. The That's age another
2: kill Yes, me now moment. I, just, I don't, yeah. I,
3: I, I'm i agreeing with you guys. All right. Good. Go. <laughs> Liza no, wants no, to no, talk. I, I, I'm getting to be that age where, I, on the one hand, it's great because I don't, I can be more invisible now. hmm. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, kill me now. But uh, on the other hand, it's, I, I, The invisibility is is driving me nuts, and I feel like our age, being older, is something to be respected or not. Right. I don't know. No, no, I know. I just want to... I have perspective. Right. Absolutely. That can be
2: useful. Right. Also, skin deep. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. So, I... You cannot interrupt this conversation. You're 31. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Now, I still, I'm 53, go to... Comedy clubs most nights of the week. I see guys who are my age and they're cool and they have shows and they have this and they have that and they... And I'm pretty much the oldest woman, I think. Do you think I'm one of the older? Yes. And I don't feel it. I don't think my act acts like, you know, I'm old. Um, And yet I am... I've you know, I've been told I aged out of Comedy Central. We talked about this the other day. Oh, good Lord. I've aged out. There's certain shows, well, she's aged out. And then, then there's guys who are five years older than me, they haven't aged out. Um I don't uh, this aging thing, as if it's it I don't it's awful. Yeah.
0: I mean, and it's like I think it's related to the attractiveness thing. Like of it's course. okay to it's okay if you're a guy because you know it's like these vile-looking men. It's okay if they're comics. Whereas if you're a vile-looking woman, you be- but it's we're not vile-looking, car- right? No, no, no. But it, but they think that if you're older, like I have to say, there was a booker at a big comedy club who said to me, and I lie about my age to everyone when I'm not going to say it out loud here, but I lie about it to everybody. And he was like, nobody's going to want to see a woman over forty on this stage. And I'm like, you have women over forty all the time, but I didn't, you know. And I think it's there's something about well, comedy club. I'm not going to say. Come on, it's like one of the few that I get a lot of work at. Okay, I can't, I can't do it. I'll tell you later. And then one of the reasons why I can't get work, like I'm asking, you know, for help for other places, is that these the people that I had relationships with have left, and now they have these young bookers who are like, you know, two. And, you know, you walk in and you're not like a hot 25 year old woman and they're like, OK, well, yeah, we'll look. We'll look at your tape. And then they don't. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's a very I think it has. To, there's I don't think it plays into the factor. At Do
2: you of feel fact. threatened by younger
1: female cartoonists? Threatened? No. See, I don't. I, I mean, I, I am. You've hit a certain point, though, that I know you've had. hit a certain point, And she's also a cartoonist and is. Hit a certain. Point. I haven't hit the point I've wanted to hit. But, I you, but you've hit enough of a point. I
0: understand what you're saying. You are but considered a legend. A yeah. Oh
2: please! But I, you know, I like when these girl, you know, girls because they're young to me. But mm-hmm. I like when these women succeed, and yes. I, I do feel like, you know, we need to know that we need to support every woman. Who succeeds. Yes. Instead of being jealous or right. wanting what she has, you know, that article about the, you know, in the Times about this young 34 year old guy who gets to, oh, yeah. you know, direct this blockbuster movie because he, the director was like, oh, there's a guy and he looks, he's just like me. Meanwhile, a woman would be like, no, I worked so hard to get here. I can't give it to you because, right. you know, what if I don't, you know? And it's so, it's such a hard thing. But it's also like the age. Like, don't tell me I'm too old. I have kids. Henry, my 19 year old, is like, oh, the guys in my front think you're funny. Can you do a set? You know, right. It's like Joan Rivers was never more relevant. Yeah. When she died. Yeah. And more into
3: pop culture. And, you know, so she managed to get over the. The hump. Right. Of of the age problem. Right. Although she probably didn't have a lot of work when she was. Fifty or something, right? She probably had a well. She had that whole,
2: you know, the issue with Edgar Rinde, you know. But yeah, it's it's
0: the aging. I think the fans are fine and they're there,
1: but I think sometimes the the people who, yeah, I think sometimes the people who control it don't really. They're scared. They want to make money, and it's old school. And they all need to fucking die and get out already because the people that control it are assholes. They're so short-sighted. Kind
2: of. You know, uh,
1: if the people who controlled it though let you on, didn't age you out, you would see the following. You would see the people responding. Here's an example. So, no one really gives a fuck. I've written, you know,
2: with people a couple of scripts for great. I mean, the characters in my life are so rich and should be on television. I mean, my life story is really. Relatable and interesting, and yet, well, you're too old. I'm too old now. I love Louis. I love. Um, I love Mark Mar. I love all those guys. I love them, but it's like, why is their life? more relatable than my life. Um and how do you know who's gonna watch something? Right, you know? Right, right. You don't fucking know. Cause Cause who well, knew like uh uh whatchamacallit Orange is the new black was rejected by everyone until mm-hmm. and um like who
3: thought Transparent was gonna it's about money, right? I mean, they just it's they're afraid all, to take a risk, right? And what they you do, is a risk.
0: Yes. Well, I don't know like, why it's a risk. I heard Uma Thurman take... was like the babysitter for Judd Apatow yes. or something, and that's I mean, like if she hadn't been the babysitter for Judd Apatow, she would probably be like people would be like, oh, you know you know lose a few pounds and then maybe we'll put you in our play. You know what I mean like it is really cr- it's cr- yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. But she it is a, and men have the, they get that benefit of the doubt sometimes a little bit they have access. I think
1: But I don't, oh, yeah. I don't and I don't
2: want to be angry and I want to yeah. keep doing my mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. But I also want to be financially as secure as right. these guys, you know, right. like
1: do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just
0: yeah. It is fresh. It is really
3: frustrating. It, it's
1: insane. It's really insane.
3: Um, what so you're thinking? I am thinking. I'm just trying to think how we can. You need to do a cartoon. M- okay. Men- My
0: favorite cartoon of yours yeah. is the two little girls playing. Uh huh. Oh, and oh, the yeah. one says to the other, "When do you plan on losing your self-esteem?". Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's like. Like it sends I love,
2: chills. I love when when we get married. <laughs> when we get married, you can be the boy and I'll be the girl.
1: <laughs> Thank you. That, I, I love, love one that my one. I Is like it, the one with the two little girls. Where well, if we're not people, then we can do whatever we want. <laughs> Wait.
3: Uh, oh, two women talking. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. What's your favorite cartoon of yours? Uh, there's one that started my whole sort of feminist kind of bent mm-hmm. and um tina brown bought it she bought a number of cartoons from mm-hmm. anyway and she sort of encouraged <laughs> that snarky i hate that word but i use it because right. it's efficient snarky woman talking mm-hmm. in my cartoons and and this is a woman walking it's a it's a typical new yorker kind of cartoon right but she's walking into the room she's pouring a glass of wine and the, there's a guy standing there and he's wearing this like vest that has all decorations on it right. and stuff and she says to him some wine with your vest so she's <laughs> Teasing him, and that's right. my thing. Is I so I many love women that. Don't I know that one too, right? And um, by but I mean, it's
2: intimidating.
3: It's, like humor yeah. is intimidating. Right. It's agra- it can be aggressive. Your art form is can be very aggressive. I mean, you're controlling the right. audience. I, I know it's like you're the conductor yeah. and you're controlling their emotions as and, well. And the, that's probably the problem with women in comedy. I think is that men they men don't want to be controlled by women. Right. And
2: I just go too fucking bad. Yeah.
3: Right. I, I remember
2: being on the road with these guys and they're so unattractive. They're wearing sweatpants on stick. You know. And after the show, uh, they're all they have women all over them. And I'm like, can <laughs> someone give me a ride? back to the
0: hotel you know it's totally. it's so like it funny it's like they're gross
3: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and, and um so neanderthal the, in a lot of their yeah ma- i mean they right. get up and they say really i mean i and again i'm a big supporter of free speech and free uh, free aggression free expression and they they're on stage and they're the way they talk about women sometimes is so vile And then you see women, uh, that's why when you say women over them. And then women, uh, it's like the women are complicit because they're used to it. That's familiar territory for them. And they're like, oh, that's so funny the way you're talking. I'm like, he was putting you down, but they don't see it that way. But it's
2: also like, I think because I'm a lesbian, I never, I was like, no, you know what? Mm. That's not, I don't know. I'm, I have no interest in you sexually. I don't think, yeah. Um,. But yeah, I, I totally, and want, I don't know. It's just, I'm very frustrated. I'm yeah, very frustrated. But are. I, you are a hero. Oh, thank you. You are a feminist you're, hero.
3: You're a hero to me, too.
2: Uh, I can't even take that in because you're so fucking smart and accomplished. <laughs> I'll record it. Do that. your just... daughters know how?
3: I don't know. We, oh, we get up. along.
2: And your husband must be a feminist as well, Michael.
3: He is. I had to. I had to teach him something. Really? Mm-hmm. And what's your favorite cartoon of his? Oh God, <laughs> I can't, Judy. I can't. All right. Oh, I know, I know. There's one. He does these wonderful drawings of of theme parks. Like mm-hmm. uh, there's a merry-go-round. Right. And a man. It's a oh great, yeah, kind of I romantic. love this one. It's a romantic cartoon. Right. And the, um, uh, the woman is saying to the man. I think so, uh, uh, it's funny. I thought marriage was more of a roller coaster ride. Right. So I know. I love that one. hee <laughs> he. I like that.
2: I love him. Is he really sensitive?
3: He's he is, he is. But he's funny. I know he's, he's really funny. He's a talker too. See, it's a, this is another stereotype among men and women, right? I'm the quiet one. He's the talker right. in the family. It's usually the right the complete opposite. The yeah. I'm the talker. Are you? I'm not one of those gabby women. Yeah, not that you are. I'm not saying you are. No,
0: I am. I'm. It's fair. I'm just not gabbing so much because I'm scared of Judy. But I. Um, <laughs> In a good way, Judy. Don't Ugh. give me that look. You better be. You better.
2: Be. It's my goddamn show. See. That's yeah. right. Um, before we end, Liza, oh, we have to stop. This is so fun. I know. Can you? Will you come back? Um, now I feel like Joan Rivers. Will you come back? I'd you come back, right? right? You come back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back. Okay. We should do like a panel thing.
2: I will be not in touch. like the View, <laughs> right? Because I can't with that. But well, you know, I, will,
0: I do want to discuss Thanksgiving recipes
1: and quilting. We could okay. call it. We could call it the Spew. Mm, I like that.
2: <sighs> Can some, um, honestly, I need to be murdered right now.
1: Karen. All right, so
2: I like you, Karen. Um, are we ask every guess this? I think I know the answer to this. <laughs> what is the answer? Well, tell me. I'm gonna say negative. But okay. um, are you on any antidepressants? No, I'm not.
0: Say, I knew it. Um, I knew you were gonna say that too. Yeah. Uh huh. Huh. Wow, I thought Lee,
2: maybe Lee. yes because she's no, an artist. I knew, I knew, I knew she wasn't. Um, I, you know, we ask everyone that because I'm on a shitload, um, and it's interesting who says no and who says yes. Do you but think anyone had, lies? No, no. What'd you say? Does anyone, Does lie? anyone lie? No one's really lied, uh, not that we know of. How do you yeah, know? I, you can get it. You guess. can tell.
3: Yeah, and I there have it. There have been very few no's. I keep a really nice balance during my day of mm-hmm. coffee. Yeah, me too. And then red wines at the end of the day. So oh, my like, God.
2: Can we hang out? Yes. Oh, oh my God. I would love that. <laughs> oh uh, Yes, Karen, too. you can come. Can, I'm serious. <laughs> no, can I, I come, you guys? I would love that. I would love it, too. <laughs> I want to do that documentary thing. Like, you know, a book club, but a documentary club yes. instead. Oh, yeah. Oh.
0: Wasn't that my idea? Yes, but yes. I'm
2: taking it now. Oh, can I film it?
0: No, like where we all watch a documentary can, and then talk
2: I, about I it. Can I go different. to comedy clubs with you? Yes, come with me. I love. I'm just. Such oh, a fan I was of all comedy. the uh, all weekend. I was work. Come with me. I all like right, to. we're that's it. I'll make You're my new friend for you guys. <laughs> You're so not excited. involved yet. <laughs> um,
1: I have your schedule.
2: I cannot thank you enough. I just could talk to you for like another five hours. I think
1: I could too. We're I the have, same wavelength.
2: I know. I have to go pick up Henry at the fucking airport. Fucking Henry. Oh, I'll tell you one thing. Yeah.
3: If we'd had a son, we yeah. would think of naming him Henry. No way. Either William or Henry. See,
2: when I named him Henry, everyone's like, eh, "Really?" And like and I'm and now everyone names their kid
0: Henry. I like Teddy uh, and
2: Danny better, but I named my up. kid Henry. Henry Jacob and Benjamin Dove.
0: Mm.
3: Ooh.
2: Dove is Hebrew name. Mm.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
2: His name means lightning bear in Hebrew. That's so cool and he is such a lightning bear. I'm going to he's start like calling him lightning bear. And I he's can't like, wait to meet your sons. Oh, you're going to love them. Henry will love you too. I mean, they'll both love you. Um so we are on for red wine. Yep. Comedy. Comedy. Documentaries. Documentary. I I uh, you are ladies and gentlemen uh dot donnelly.com 2 mm-hmm. n s 2 mm-hmm. l s. Yep. Uh 15 books of cartoons. Yep. Not not my own but I, edited I the bunch. said they're yours. Okay?
0: <laughs> and when so I, I say they're yours,
2: <laughs> um I put them together, that's the right. The brand new one, the newest one is the marriage one or no? No, women on men. It's all Oh, about women, women on men. That's, fun right, of men. that's right. That's right. Women on men. I like that. And uh you've done TED talks. Uh, will you be appearing anywhere or we're just going to be looking for you?
3: Not uh nearby. I'm going to Rhode Island to give a talk. Um, and you have
2: uh, you have one of those doctorates from the University of Connecticut. I do, Judy.
1: Follow her on I,
2: Twitter. Uh,
3: that's a. Ama- What's that I was like? like? Oh, it's like, you know, I I grew up a, a white, overachieving, right, uh, suburban kid. So, right. uh, education right. was big deal, and I thought someday I'll get a PhD, and then right. somebody gave me one. Oh, oh, so I got to get awesome. one of those, but I'll get it at like a community.
2: Go to college. Trump,
1: you. Oh, we're going to let it
2: Wait, yeah. and so, um, and when you... It was UConn, sorry, I should yeah, say. Yeah, UConn. And when you um, publicly speak, do you get nervous?
1: Not really anymore. Yeah, good. Um, and Liza, your Twitter's at Liza Donnelly? Yes, please follow me. Yeah, L- yes. L-I-Z-A... What's the PhD
0: in? Is it
3: in? Oh, God. Uh, for, uh, no, women's studies and, and peace work? Yeah. Isn't that
2: cool? Yeah. Um, Liza Donnelly, L I Z A D O N N E
1: L. Why yeah. and and L- um, you yeah, Liza, my mom is a huge fan of yours. Oh I my god, she's trying. She to sends, she to sends finish. me cartoons all okay. the time. That's Great, how we connect. She I'm trying. I'm gonna I... ask your autograph
2: <laughs> now. For so, her. um LizaDonnelly.com at LizaDonnelly. Get the New Yorker. Get your books. You are, you're just amazing. Thanks, you're amazing. Judy. Thanks, thanks. I mean. Thank you for everything you do. I really.
0: Really. It's, it's, it's so great. Really? If
2: I
3: hang out with you, will I get more verbal? Probably. Absolutely,
1: no. Yes. Good. You'll have
3: to. No.
2: You can ask Lauren. I have conversations with myself where I play the other people in the house, and it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm out of my mind. But um, I, thank you for all you do. Wow.
1: Thank you for having we, me on. This is really fun. We really do love fun. you. And you're coming really, back. Really you're coming yep. back. We come back. I'd love to <laughs> all I'd love all to. right. Thank you all for listening. And if you're going to be Thank around um, uh, this December, around the 5th, uh, Judy will be. It's on the 5th. At Beacon Theater for Home for the Holidays, the Cyndi Lauper uh, benefit and concert. Yeah. Um, nice. She's also going to be true at. true colors, U- baby. True That's colors. Awesome. Yeah. She's going to be at UCB East on December 13th at 7.30 p.m. You're doing like an improv show. Yes. And she's going to be at Caroline uh christmas weekend no it's not a weekend is it no it's not oh well you it's know the 23rd 24th and 25th. and 25th that's 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 an artist weekend we call yeah. it when it's in the middle of the week so uh go check it out thanks lauren i'm at uh, judygold.com lauren's at laurenhennessy.com oh my god my website is so messed up right now okay it's... so we're not doing that mm-hmm. at laurenhennessy karen?
0: karen bergreen get my book on amazon and i and i think other sites too but i think amazon's probably the what easiest.
2: about you are your books on amazon uh, yes. Okay, good. And I am an Amazon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. So long! And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long!